gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome back to my two cents podcast episode 66 which is entitled that happened i am your host g2 and before i get into the topics of today let me get off with the national food days of the week today march 20th is ravioli day tomorrow march 21st crunchy taco day march 22nd water day march 23rd chips and dip day there is no march 24th so march 25th international waffle day march 26th Spinach Day, and Nougat Day. Now, with those being out of the way, um, I want to start off with some condolences. I did not get the opportunity to say this last uh, episode Sunday, so let me say it now. I want to wish my condolences to uh, Tracy Braxton and the Braxton family. Tracy Braxton has um, crossed over. She has passed away. She passed away of esophagus cancer. Uh, Tracy Braxton was 50 years old. And for people that don't know what esophageal cancer is, which I didn't, let me just explain it what it is, is a disease in which malignant cancer cells form in the tissues of your esophagus. And it comes from either heavy, well, smoking, heavy alcohol use, and Barrett esophagus can increase the risk of esophageal cancer. This comes from cancer.gov, by the way. Uh, signs and symptoms of esophageal cancer are weight loss and painful or difficulty of swallowing. Um, me being a person that has some time-to-time hard swallowing myself, this kind of puts me on alert, but I have all faith that I have no type of cancer. I was born with a lot of uh, throat problems, but this isn't about me. This is about the Braxton family. Um, I want to wish them condolences. I hope that they are... I know it's hard. I'm not going to try to pretend like, no, they, they can take it easy. No, it's, it's a hard thing to do. They lost their sister. Uh, her She lost, well, her son. She Her son lost a mom. I was trying to find my words here because it's it's hard. Um, uh, Husband lost his wife. I mean, it's really, it's, it's damning to think about it. But again, I want to wish the Braxton family... Um, Nothing but well wishes at this time and nothing but my sincerest apologies, my condolences. And um, again, I want to wish them uh, condolences for this time, as well as the family of Scott Hall, uh, professional wrestler Scott Hall, or as some people might know him, Razor Ramon. He passed away this Monday. Um, They say that, well, he was hospitalized. Uh, because he fell and broke his hip, and whenever um, they were trying to do hip replacement surgery, a blood clot was dislodged and resulted in him suffering three heart attacks on March the 12th, and that put him on life support. He was still going off life support on March 14th, and um, this month, following this Monday, he passed away. So again, I want to wish the condolences to Scott Hall's family his friends. I gave my Scott Hall uh, tribute uh, yesterday on Wrestling Highlights of the Week. If you want to listen to that, to the, hear the tribute, I have it titled out, so you, if you want to just go to that part, you can just go to it and hear me give my uh, tribute to Scott Hall. But again, um, I want to wish him and his 
I want to wish his family and his friends a lot of uh, condolences at this time. Now, getting on with the rest of the programming here. Um, I want to give you guys just an update on gas because, again, gas prices, they're up here. They're, some people, some states are going low. Some states are still high, but without further ado, let's, let me read off some of the states. Uh, Alaska, $4.70. Alabama, $4.07. California, $5.80. Connecticut, $4.37. Florida, $4.23. Uh, Georgia, $4.22. Kansas, $3.78. North Carolina, $4.12. New Jersey, $4.25. New York, $4.39. South Carolina, $4 on the dot. Washington, $4.72. And Wyoming, $4.03. Again, it's still California that has that high gas out of everybody that was listed on here. Again, this is me just picking some states out. You can look at them on uh, gasprices.aaa.com. That's where I am getting all these uh, prices. But again, gas prices are still up. Certain have went down from last week. I believe South Carolina's was like $4 and like eight cents or something I said last week, but now it's down to a straight flat four. But I never paid $4 this week. For, uh, the most I paid for gas was like $3.74, and that was at Sam's Club. And that's the most I've paid this week. As a matter of fact, that was the only time I had to get gas this week. But again, I am lucky. Not a lot of people are lucky out here. But again, please, whenever you see low gas prices, please go get it. Trust me. I've learned that the hard way. Go get it. All right. Uh, update on the Ukraine situation with Russia, but technically this is technically America because this comes from yahoo.com. Biden tells China's Xi to keep his distance from Russia's war effort. That's uh, the subject title. As the article reads, during a two-hour call Friday morning, President Biden warned Chinese President Xi Jinping that Supporting Russia's invasion of Ukraine would have severe consequences for Beijing, according to White House officials. The conversation was direct. A senior administrative administration official subsequently told reporters, adding that the two leaders spent the majority of their time discussing Russia's unprovoked and unjustified invasion of Ukraine. Chinese officials described the conversation in much more tidbit terms, expressing hopes that Western leaders could solve the crux of the Ukraine crisis, but offering no condemn condemnation of Russian President Vladimir Putin, whom Biden branded a war criminal earlier this week. The Ukraine crisis is something that we don't want to see, Xi told Biden, according to Wire Services reports. China is Russia's top trade partner, one that has become even more crucial since Western nations have imposed heavy sanctions on Moscow in response to last month's attack. Beijing has been careful to not alienate either Putin or Western leaders, a tightrope act that could become more difficult as images of death and destruction continue to emanate daily from Ukraine. Biden apparently did not make any explicit requests of his Chinese counterpart. China has to make a decision for themselves about where they want to stand, White House Press Secretary said at a briefing on Friday afternoon. Okay, so this is basically, we're trying to basically tell China, hey, if you got to stand with Russia, you're going to have beef with us. And 
Come click with us over here on the Western Leaders. Come chill with us. Don't deal with Russia because Russia is doing this and it's not cool. That's basically what Biden is telling the Chinese uh, president. Here's my thing, though. I understand that Biden's trying to do that. Congratulations. You're trying to help in the situation between Ukraine and Russia by talking to uh, like Russia's like biggest backer supporter, if you will. Uh, China. But how are we going to talk big cash money when we owe them, so allegedly, supposedly, that's what they say in the news, we owe China so much money. How are we talking big cash talk to them? I don't understand that. You're saying that we can basically grab money, and I mean millions and billions of month dollars from China, and we can basically tell them, hey, if you go over there and side with Russia, we going to have beef. Well, we technically already got beef with them already because we owe them money. Allegedly, that's according to what they have constantly been feeding the American public, talking about we're in debt so much to China. I never understood that in the world because how can you be in debt when you can make money yourself? I don't understand it, but hey, that's again above my pay grade. I just think a lot of that's a whole lot of garbage, but again, still above my pay grade. I just don't understand that myself personally. If somebody else can understand that, please email me. You know where my email is. I always say it at the end of the pod, but I just don't understand that. How I like that Biden is putting his foot down. Let's not get it twisted. I like that, but I think that he needs to be careful as well by saying something like that because you can start pushing somebody to a limit and to a point that, oh, you think that you can, oh, okay, cool. And they're just going to start just smashing us because we owe them so much money and this and that and all that kind of garbage. Again, I like how Biden is trying to tell China, yo, come side with us. Don't side with Putin because if you do, there's going to be consequences. I have no beef with that, but I just think there, there should be some type of way to handle it. He might have handled it the best way. He might have did. But just by reading it, that don't sound the best. I'm just going to be blunt with you. But again, um, prayers and wishes. To the people in Ukraine, prayers and wishes to the people in Russia, because I know the people in Russia did not ask for this. Their Russian uh, president is just doing this. And uh, again, I want this thing to end. I do. I'm going to constantly say that every episode until this thing is done, because Ukraine didn't ask for this. Russian uh, Putin did. I just wish that would be done. Putin, if you happen to hear this, please, please end it. You have the power to do it. Please end it. It's not worth it. A lot of people have died on both sides. A lot of people are fleeing out of Ukraine. You're making people flee out of their own home, out of their own home country. That's not cool, man. Please just end it. You don't, this isn't, this isn't worth it. If you can, please end it. I know you can, but if you happen to hear this, please end it, all right? Now, I want to also wish some uh, condolences to Japan as well, because this comes from Associated Press. Powerful quake off North Japan kills four, more than 90 are injured. And as the article reads, a powerful 7.4 magnitude earthquake struck off the coast of Fukushima in northern Japan on Wednesday night, smashing furniture, knocking out power and killing four people. A small tsunami reached shoulder, but the low risk advisory was lifted by Thursday morning, the region and part of northern Japan that was devastated by a deadly 9.0 quake and tsunami 11 years ago that caused nuclear reactor meltdowns spewing massive radiation that still makes some 
parts uninhabitable, Prime Minister Fumo Kishida told a preliminary session Thursday morning that four people died during the quake and the causes of their death are being investigated while 97 others were injured. A man in his night. A man in his 60s in Soma City died after falling from the second floor of his house while trying to evacuate. A man in his 70s panicked and suffered a heart attack. Kodo News reported. See, that I don't like right there. And it's, it's crazy to me. Japan has always had earthquakes. That's never going to end for them. Just like over here in America, in like the Midwest, like you got your Oklahomas, that have always get the tornadoes, that's not going to end for them. I would say if you live in Japan, I would say try to dip out of Japan. I mean, there's a lot of great things in Japan, great. But I think that the thought of the idea that you have to wait there to see if there's if another earthquake was going to happen, that's something that I don't think I could deal with personally because I just took a quick look at it. Um, ever since 2018, there's been an earthquake every year in Japan, except for 2020. The beginning was June the 18th, 2018. The next one you got was September 6th, 2018. June 19th, 2019. Then it went to February of 13th, 2021. March 20th, 2021. October 7th, 2021. And now you got March 16th, 2022. See, that's my deal. I don't like the idea of just dealing with earthquakes. One, I've never dealt with earthquakes. I never had to deal with earthquakes. I live on the east coast of, uh, of America. We don't deal with that. We deal with more hurricanes now, if anything else. And even rarely in my part of where I live at, yeah, hurricanes come around and they might flash like once out of a blue moon over here. But it but it's not like damning. 2016 was damning. That one I ain't going to admit. I got to admit. That one took out... Um, my family's electricity, but ever since 2016, nah, there was a brief, and I mean a real brief scare in 2018 where the wind was blowing hard and we thought that it was going to be a bad one, but it wasn't bad at all. And from then, nah, I mean, yeah, sure, it would get windy, but not like bad, like, oh my God, electricity get clipped, clipped and all that other type of stuff, at least for my family. Again, I got to always preference it my, for my family. We have been extremely lucky for the place of land that we're in. But again, I do want to say I want to have my condolences out there to people that lost four people over there in the earthquake in Japan. I do want to send my condolences out to the people that are injured in Japan as well off of this earthquake. Again, I look at things from a different coin than a lot of other people. I look at things from the cautionary, okay, what could happen if? Or what happened if? That's why I like to do research on what could happen if I move to this state. Okay, what type of, uh, is there hurricanes, tornadoes, any of that type of stuff? I'll do my research on that. So, again, I just want people to be aware that if you do go to Japan, hey, an earthquake could hit at any moment. But don't let that fear overcome you. Enjoy your time in Japan. Shoot, you might enjoy yourself. Shoot, there might not be another earthquake in, what, two or three years. Maybe it could be one in another month or two. You just that's just a chance that you take. But again, condolences to the people that lost somebody, condolences to people that are injured, and just condolences to people in Japan personally. Because you guys are just waiting to see what's gonna happen. That's obviously all the time with you. So again, I just want to throw my condolences out to people in Japan. 
Now, with that being said, let's get on to another topic. Um, this comes from New York Daily News as the title reads, Navy Sailor Allegedly Shoots Wife's Boyfriend After Uncovering Affair. A U.S. Navy sailor gunned down his wife's boyfriend after he caught the couple locked in the throes of passion inside their Virginia home, according to court documents. Tyler Jenkins was charged on Monday with second-degree murder in the fatal shooting of Timothy Tally the third, the 26-year-old suspect allegedly entered the apartment a unit he shared with his wife on Friday, last Friday, to discover her engaged in a sexual act with another man, according to court documents obtained by the Virginia pilot. What am I doing wrong? Jenkins allegedly asked her before opening fire. When officers arrived at the Palm Beach complex just after 9.45 p.m., they discovered Tylee suffering from a gunshot wound and pronounced him dead on the scene. Jenkins, who has been employed by the U.S. Navy since 2014, reportedly confessed to shooting his wife's boyfriend three times. A gun was also recovered at the scene. Jenkins remained behind bars on Wednesday without bond. According to online records, he was reportedly denied a public defender due to his income and is slated to appear in court again on May 12th. How are you denied a public defender due to your income? That is something I've never heard of. But again, I haven't dealt with a lot of criminal stuff. See, in this right here, this is where we have our disconnect right here. How? Okay. This again, I'm not a married man. I'm, I'm never getting married because things like this, this will be a problem right here. If I were to come home and see my wife in, or my girlfriend, because I'm never getting married, if I were to see her locked arms with another man, I wouldn't know how we'll react at all. But it, this takes it to another level because this guy is in the U.S. Navy. He was employed by them. So that means he has dealt with a lot of other people in the Navy. He's dealt with people just, he's dealt with the military. And if you guys haven't figured this out yet, there's a whole lot of homeless people that are people from the military, whether it be the Navy, the Army, the Air Force. You get the drift. I've put all of them under one umbrella that's calling them the military. There are a lot of people that are homeless of the military because they're not right in the head. Now, I'm not sure if this guy were, like was a guard or whatever the case. Well, yeah, U.S. Navy sailor. He's a sailor, so he's dealt with and he's seen certain things and he had to deal with a whole lot of other mischief in the service. So he's married. He thinks he's going to come home to his wife. He thinks he's going to do all this and that, yada, yada, yada. But when he sees her in the arms of another man, that sends him off the deep end. That is without a shadow of a doubt, okay? Without a shadow of a doubt. For him to straight up ask her before shooting her boyfriend, what am I doing wrong? That tells you he's not, well, he has some consciousness there because he asked her point blank, what am I doing wrong before he shot? And I would wonder, what did she tell him? Because there has to be certain, there has to be a level to this. You, I'm not going to say he, you ain't going to pull out the gun first because that's, that's ridiculous because seeing this, yeah, somebody's pulling something out. But there's a separate level for this. There's different levels. This just happens to take it, the cake at all. This happens to take it. You saw another guy in your arms of an... You saw your wife in the arms of another man. I just don't... Ugh. I can't. I can't. And this is the main reason why I can't get married. If I'm not married to you, 
and we're just together. That means we are together until it is time for us to break away and split off. When you are married to somebody, you know the vows you're taking. You understand? You are saying till death do you part. Richer or poor, you get the drift. You know the old classic vows that people usually hear at a wedding ceremony. That's usually what it is. We know of divorces. We've heard of that. But a lot of people take that real serious. This guy took it real serious. You're my wife. Me and you pledged our allegiance, pledged our trust to each other and all that type of stuff. So I think people need to really take a stop and take a second and look at, do you really want to get married? Do you know what marriage really entails? Do you know who you're marrying? Do you know the type of person that you're marrying? Because again, if you're marrying somebody in the military, you got to be careful. Because again, at any, at any moment, things can go from good to bad in a heartbeat because they have dealt with things. They have seen certain things. People, if you go to a VA uh, clinic, you'll see people There'll be a whole lot of dudes without wives. You want to know why? Because the wives couldn't take it or the girlfriends couldn't take them because they've seen certain things. That's a fact. If you go to a VA clinic, that's for real. I've been there with my people. I've seen it. This ain't even me just trying to be like, oh, no, no. This is me legitimately just telling you I've seen it. I just want people to be aware that you got to know who you're marrying. And if you're marrying somebody in the service, Dog, it's not going to turn out pretty if you go and decide to cheat on them. It would be better if you happen to divorce them. Do not cheat on them. Think you're going to get another person and think that everything's going to be good. That's not happening, fam. Just get a divorce. If you feel that you're not satisfied, you're not happy in this situation, just get a divorce, okay? Because right now, this guy shouldn't be dead right now. This guy, Timothy... Tally, he should be dead right now. The third, Tally, sorry, should be dead right now. He should be alive and well. Tyler Jenkins should have just, his wife should have just divorced him. It just doesn't make sense how a man's dead over this. Well, it makes sense, but it just doesn't seem right. So for anybody, again, if you're going to get married, think about it long and hard. And then you do think about it long and hard, fine. You still decide to get married. Okay, cool. Then you decide you're not happy in your situation. Get a divorce before you think about cheating or stepping up because you don't know what your spouse is going to do, whether it be man or female. Because if this was the other way around, this in the U.S. Uh, the Navy sailor would have got with a girlfriend, and then his wife would have killed the girlfriend. We would I would have said the exact same thing. I would have said, "Yo, dog, you should have the dude. You can't be doing that." You can't be cheating on your spouse. You get a divorce if you're not happy. If you guys are at this point that, yo, I don't feel good in my marriage. I don't like being in this way. I don't like this. Get a divorce. Don't don't cheat. Do not cheat. Just get a divorce if you're not happy, you're not satisfied. Please, because I don't want to see people die because of this. This is a stupid way to go out, personally. This is extremely stupid. So please, get a divorce. And I still am baffled by the line saying he was reportedly denied a public defender due to his income. How are you denied a public defender? I thought if you don't have no cash, that's what a public defender is supposed to do. They defend you and they're for the public. I thought that's what a public defender was for. Apparently, I learned something new every day. Again, please, if you are married and you're not happy, do not cheat. Just say, hey, I'm not happy. You guys can figure it out some type of way. And if you guys can't amicably figure this thing out, 
get a divorce. Do not cheat. Don't do it because you don't know how that person is going to react to finding out it if they do find out. Okay. Now, on to my next topic. And this one is coming from the Washington Post as the title reads, a Hawaiian man's body was found in a bathtub filled with concrete. Police say his lover killed him. In his last email to his brother, Gary Ruby, 73, announced he had found a new love interest. His name was Juan and he was much younger than Gary. But by early March, Gary's brother, Lauren, stopped hearing from his brother. It had been three weeks since their last exchange, so Lauren asked police to do a welfare check at Gary's home in a gated community in Honolulu. When police arrived, they found Juan staying at the house. It wasn't long before they found Gary's body in a bathtub in the home covered in concrete coffee grounds and several insects. Now Juan Barron, 23, has been arrested and charged with second-degree murder in the killing Barron was also charged with first-degree theft and identity theft in what the Honolulu Police Department says were Barron's attempt to claim ownership of Ruby's multi-million dollar home in his Audi sedan following his death. Barron was arrested last week in California on a Greyhound bus headed for Mexico. Police discovered him hiding in a crawl space under a bench in the back of the bus. Honolulu police said in a news release, as of early Wednesday, Barron was being held without bail in Los Angeles County, according to jail records. Honolulu police said that his extradition back to Hawaii is pending. No attorney for Barron is listed in court records. Ruby lived in Hawaii Low Ridge, a gated community in Honolulu, where homes are listed for as much as $27 million. Ruby bought his house for nearly $2.2 million in March 2020, according to property records. On March 7th, police showed up there to perform a welfare check. They met Barron, who told them that he, was, that he owned the house. That was news to a community security guard who had accompanied police to the residence and knew that Ruby had bought the house in 2020. According to the affidavit, the guard told Barron that he needed to register his ownership at the community's main office. Barron then tried to, according to the affidavit, emailing the office an unsigned and unnotarized deed from Ruby's email address. On the registration forms, Barron also wrote down the number for a 24-hour fitness as his contact information. During a search of the house the next day, investigators discovered Ruby's body in a bathtub, according to the affidavit. Barron was arrested March 9th by the U.S. Marshal Service and the Los Angeles Police Department. The next day, Barron confessed to killing Ruby, according to Alpha David. The two men had been in a sexual relationship, and when Ruby told him that he, wasn't, that he was HIV positive, Barron became angry, he reportedly told police. So, this is what we're getting at. We're trying to say that he killed you. Well, you killed him because he was HIV positive. Okay. Friends of Ruby told K-N, well, K-H-O-N that they doubted Barron's story about Ruby having HIV. David Ellison, one of Ruby's longtime friends, told the outlet that having HIV would not have been something that he would have kept secret. Ellison said he wanted to visit Ruby at his newly purchased home in Hawaii. All right, cool. Here's the deal. Just check the guy. 
if you and him had a sexual relationship, I would believe if you, if he did have HIV, you would get it, okay? Just check it. Just check him and see if he got it, for love of God, and then they can dispel the belief of Gary having <coughs> HIV. Here's another thing. So Gary was basically Baron Sugar Daddy because they had a 50-year separation. Gary was 73 while this guy was 23. 73 to 23, that's a 50-years age gap. You were being a sugar baby while he was being your sugar daddy. Let's call a spade a spade. You love living in that house. Dog. You killed a man because you killed him. You wanted what he had. Let's just call a spade a spade on that. Don't try to say that he had HIV. If he did, just get tested. The police should be able to test you to see if you got it. Because if you and him were having sexual intercourse, guess what? You have it. Well, protection, what a condom. That's what you're going to say. Well, we had sex with a condom. All right, dog. All right. That's that's where your next thing going to go with. But you should never got angry if he was HIV positive and you guys had sex with a condom then. You should have gotten angry. See, that puts a whole lot of holes into that whole thing of why you got angry. Just saying, me just looking out from outsider look from outsider's view, looking into it, that doesn't you shouldn't be angry about that if you and him have been having inter like intercourse with a condom now. If you haven't, well, then that's a possibility. But again, the only thing the police got to do is just test you. That's all they got to do. And that will either prove and check out what you've said or either will disprove and more or less give a lawyer a straight up slam dunk and say, yo, this man killed him because he wanted what his lover had. And what his lover had was a great house and probably some finances to back it, too. There's no way you're going to tell me that he didn't have some good finances. There's no way. Because he's living in a gated community where homes can go up to $27 million. But he bought his home for nearly $2.2 million in March of 2020 during COVID. Yo, dog, I don't care who you are. This man had money. And you killed him because of money. I'm just going to call a spade a spade. People say, well, no, no, he killed him because of money. I think if you look at this and I think if you read it, and you really look at it seriously, you're going to say, yeah, he killed him because of money. That's all this was. So again, people, if you, matter of fact, I don't know who is listening to this. I don't know my demographics. I can't uh, spot out my statistics. I don't know that. So if you're an older listening viewer, well, listener, I would say this. If you're going to hook up with a sugar baby and you want to be a sugar mama, sugar daddy, whatever the case may be, Please, for the love of God, and I mean this, please, please be careful because you don't know who is really out there to just take advantage of everything that you're willing to give them or somebody might be kind of hard and actually like you because, again, there are a whole lot of people that actually just like older individuals. Certain people like older women, certain people like older men just because that's just their preference. Hey, I can't knock what you knock. Well, knock what you like. I can't knock that. So what I will say is, if you are older person listening to this right now, please be careful who you got because I don't know and you don't know why they're really there. Certain people might actually like you because they actually do like you. And certain people just might be liking what you are willing to give them. So please be, be careful. Now to another thing with money. This comes from the Daily Beast. Chris Cuomo, 
throws his bestie, Don Lemon, under the bus in pursuit of CNN cash. Yes, yes, yes. As the article reads, Chris Cuomo's bromance with Don Lemon appears to be completely over, taking an exceptionally ugly turn Wednesday when the disgraced anchor threw his former CNN brother under the bus in an effort to extract $125 million from the network. Cuomo demanded the nine-figure sum from CNN in an arbitration filing claiming damages for a breach of contract, lost wages, and what he alleged was an assassination of his character following an unceremoniously December firing. In the scorched earth filing, first reported by Deadline, Cuomo and his lawyers devoted an entire section to lashing out at some of his former CNN colleagues under the headline, CNN's failure to enforce policy against other employees. Cuomo alleged that the network under the leadership of ousted lovers Jeff Zucker and Allison Golust spared certain talent for ethical violations while firing a bazooka at Cuomo's career for having helped dig up dirt on the women who accused his brother, former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, of his sexual misconduct. Among the talent Cuomo took aim at was Lemon, with whom he famously shared a close relationship, including Hampton Hangouts, Instagram selfies, a joint podcast, and a nearly nightly exchange of I love yous during their on-air primetime handoffs. I love you, brother, Lemon told Cuomo in August, shortly before launching into a segment on the sexual harassment allegations against Chris' older brother. I love you, Don Lemon, Cuomo replied with a smile. But Wednesday's filings was nowhere near as warm. As long as CNN's ratings would not be hurt, Zucker and Gulust were more than willing to overlook major transgressions by CNN personalities such as Don Lemon and Jake Tapper, or even to engage in blatant misconducts themselves, it alleged. Cuomo specifically cited down in November 2021, Empire actor Jesse Smollett testified that Lemon personally warned him that Chicago police didn't believe his false allegations of a hate crime. Lemon, consulting with the embattled actor, constituted a flagrant breach of journalistic ethics, Cuomo's team wrote. Intervening in the ongoing investigation by texting Smollett was an inexcusable breach of ethics, the filing argued, yet CNN did nothing. Lemon was not disciplined in any way. Cuomo's attempt to drag his one-time pal in order to extract a hefty payday from CNN is perhaps the final blow to a very public, affection-laden friendship. The pair's nightly on-air handoff often generated social media chatter as the pair professed their love for each other and shared anecdotes about their vacations, ultimately leading to a 23-episode CNN podcast literally titled The Handoff and hosted by the two self-described brothers. Okay, so CNN is basically, well, not CNN, Chris Cuomo over here is basically trying to, hey, bro, you got to take, take a hit because they fired me, and they, I got to throw you underneath the bus. Now, I'm not sure if he talked to Don Lemon. They said Don Lemon has not responded or uh, publicly commented on uh, his friend's firing. See, that is something that I don't know how you would uh, take it. My mother has always said, you got no friends in this life. You only got his acquaintance and associates. This is showing you right here. You 
Snitchy me snitch snitch. Oh my god, Chris Cuomo, brother. I understand. You could have you could have threw out somebody else. You had you said Jake Tapper. You didn't have to throw in Don Lemon. You didn't have to throw in your buddy, your brother for quote unquote. See, you could have just straight up just did this one. It said in the article that Cuomo took also took uh, aim at several other former CNN colleagues allegedly breaching uh, company ethics without punishment. His filing cited how the lead host, Jake Tapper, privately suggested Republican congressional candidate Sean Parnell run in a safer district instead of against incumbent uh, Representative Connor Lamb a Democrat for Philadelphia. Tapper faced no internal inquiry and faced no repercussions for his actions. See, you could have just threw him out there. You didn't have to throw Don Lemon, your quote-unquote brother from another mother. But you didn't decide that. You decided to throw your quote-unquote brother under the bus. Your friend, your guy that you would just say, hey, I love you, I love you too, back on air. How can you, how could you do that, bro? How could you? I understand you were defending your brother, but this has nothing truly to be defending your brother about. This is you trying to get your $125 million from CNN. Yeah, sure. You should be able to get that money. Cool. I have no problem with Chris getting that money at all. I don't. I don't at all because I've always said it and I'll say it again. Chris Cuomo protesting his brother. That's what siblings are supposed to do. That's what family is supposed to do. So I'm not, I, that, that'll be me being hypocritical of me say, how could Chris Cuomo... No, Chris Cuomo's supposed to do that. That's his brother. He was protesting his brother. You got to do what you got to do because that's your family. And if you love your family like that, that's what you do. But you don't throw your friend under the bus for money. That is dirty. That is treacherous. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you are in an office and you have a buddy or a pal that you consider a good, dear friend, please be careful. Please be careful because if they get fired and they know you have done some other dirty, shiesty things and they know that the company has knows that you've done it, be careful because they might throw you underneath the bus because they want a payday out of it. And this is what happened with Chris Cuomo. There's no if, ands, or but on this. Chris Cuomo wants to get a payday from CNN, which he deserves to payday for $125 million. He could have left with, Je with Jake Tapper, just straight up throwing Jake Tapper underneath the bus. But you threw your friend, your guy underneath the bus for money that's that's nasty bro that's nasty man i can't i can't bro chris Cuomo, you lost my respect for that you did you lost my respect that's supposed to be your guy that's your guy i can't call people my friend i'll call people my associate but there's like okay that's my guy that's my guy he's not my friend but that's my guy like he wouldn't do that to me or she wouldn't do that to me that's my good that that's my homie my homie wouldn't do that to me see but again, this proves my mother's point. You have no friends in this world. You only have associates. You only have people out here. That's it. That's it. You only have family. And be lucky if you have that. Because certain people's families ain't worth dog vomit. But again, Chris Cuomo, I, I don't respect you, bro. You did something dirty and shiesty, man. This was dirty. This was shiesty, my man. I, I, I can't. Now, speaking of Jesse Smollett, I know that everybody's heard about it, but I'm going to read it to you from Associated Press. It says, Jesse Smollett released from county jail during appeal. Jesse Smollett was released from jail Wednesday following six nights behind bars after an appeals court agreed with his lawyers that he should be freed pending the appeal of his conviction for lying to police about a racist and homophobic attack. 
The former Empire actor walked out of Cook County Jail surrounded by security. He did not comment as he got into it an awaiting SUV, but his attorney said Smollett, who is black and gay, was a target of a racist justice system and people playing politics. Yeah, I'm not going to go there. Uh, the appeals court ruling came after a Cook County judge sentenced Smollett last week to immediately begin 150 days in jail for his conviction of well, on five felony counts of disorderly conduct for lying to police. We already know how I felt last week. I said that how could he go to jail if you did not send Amy Cooper, who did the exact same thing. She didn't say homophobic. She didn't say that. But that was a racist thing. What she did to the guy that was basically just watching birds and told her that she needs to uh, watch after her dog on the leash. If you haven't heard it, go back to the last episode Sunday. Episode, uh, it's titled episode 65. It's up. Please check it out. If you ever heard me talk about it, you'll understand what I'm talking about here. Jesse Samilla is out of jail. He shouldn't have been in jail, but he is going to be facing a whole different situation because, again, this is also coming from the Associated Press. A defamation suit by brothers in Smollett case can go forward. A judge in Chicago ruled Friday that an attorney for Jesse Smollett might have defamed two black brothers who testified that they participated in a fake racist and homophobic attack on the actor when she suggested they had been wearing white face. The Chicago Tribune reported that U.S. District Judge Mary Rollins ruling centers on comments Tina Gladden made on NBC's Today Show in March 2019, shortly after the Cook County State Attorney announced it was dropping charges accusing Smollett of lying to police about the incident two months earlier. Discussing how Smollett had told police that one of his attackers was white, Gladden said that the very dark-skinned brothers might have put makeup on to disguise their color. Further, she criticized Chicago police for their alleged failure to investigate an online video showing one of the brothers in whiteface doing a joke monologue with white makeup on. The brothers filed a defamation lawsuit alleging that the comments were part of an effort to betray them as racist, homophobic, and violent men who truly attacks Millette. They look forward to their day in court and will continue defending themselves against other defamation remarks. The brothers' attorney, Gloria Rodriguez, told the Chicago Tribune, All right, cool. So Jesse Smollett has to deal with both of the brothers that he said that uh, were a part, well, that were a part of this whole situation. Well, that they say they were a part of this whole fake racist and homophobic attack. All right, cool. Here's the deal. Dog, listen, I can see Jesse having to deal with this because, listen, he tried to throw a narrative out there. Well, his lawyer threw a narrative out there and dog, she was just trying to protect her client. That's what a lawyer is supposed to do. Yada, yada, yada. Jesse should have pulled back on her and said, no, 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 don't do that. So now Jesse has to deal with this going on. Again, I just wish that Jesse wouldn't have done this. This was stupid. Why would you try to do this out of everything you could do? You want to go down this route. I don't I don't understand it. But again, this is not for me to understand because I'm a law-abiding citizen. I do what I have to do, get back to my house, go in my house, and that's about it. I ain't trying to look for no fame or all that type of stuff. The reason why I do this podcast is because, one, I got a lot of opinions that I just want to throw out of my head. And two, I like it. Yeah, that's fun. It's fun for me. And when I make money off of this thing, then guess what? 
that's when they're all be like, okay, this is money. But not like money like that. I'm still going to have fun doing this because me talking to you guys is extremely fun. And that's the reason why I do this. Unlike Jesse, I don't understand why he decided to do this. I mean, you were on a hit show. Sure, the show might have got canceled like, what, a couple months or a year later after this whole thing would have happened. I don't know if Jesse heard like whispers in the building saying, hey, yo, Empire is about to get cut. It's about to get released or something. I don't know what he heard. I don't know. So I can't say none of that. But he still would have got acting gigs. He still got acting gigs somewhere around here. I don't understand why this happened. But again, we'll have to see how this plays out in the court system with Jesse Smollett and the brothers. Jesse shouldn't go to jail again. I don't think that he should. And if he does go to jail, we should have put Amy Cooper in jail. We should be putting a whole lot of people that be making false allegations in jail because that is how you ruin people's lives. And that makes people really think about, do I really want to go to jail if I make this false allegation towards somebody? Seriously, that's a, that's a lot of things. I think people don't understand this. Jason Smollett went to jail because he made up a false story. Okay? Amy Cooper didn't go to jail. She made up a false story. And it was recorded as she was making it. And she had five therapy sessions. Again, I don't understand it. One was a white woman, one was a black man. Do the math. So you can kind of see exactly where my head is going and while every other body, every other person's head will be going as well. So, yo, again, he shouldn't be going to jail. Just do have him do some community services. You wanted to do that. Shoot, have him pay up the pay up what he owes to the Chicago Police Department and call that a day. Going to jail for this, that shouldn't happen unless Amy Cooper goes to jail as well. But I do believe that people need to stop making up false allegations. Stop it because you're wasting people's time and because whenever somebody actually does have a situation, whenever it does happen to them in real life time, you're going to make people be skeptic. That's not cool because people are going to say, why don't you believe me? Well, because this person did this and this is why we have a problem and this is why we can't believe you. You got to go off of somebody previously doing something wrong and now you might be the one that actually seen a wolf. Let the boy cry wolf. That's all it is. The boy kept calling people saying he saw a wolf. First time was a lie. Second time, a lie. Third time, a lie. First time, a lot of people came around. Second time, a lot of people came around. Third time, okay, not a lot of people, but now the audience started dwindling. And then when the boy finally saw a wolf, nobody came around and the wolf ate the kid. That's basically what's going to happen to somebody that's going to be literally deal with a legitimate problem. They're getting homophobic slurs thrown at them. They're Somebody's being racist towards them, and now we're all going to question it because we've seen situations like this go down and somebody make a false allegation before you, and now you're damned because that person made a false allegation, and now you're stuck dealing with the trauma, and now American society or society is looked at as dickheads for not believing this person. No, we can't believe the person because we don't know because people in the past have done horrible, horrible things, and they lied about said horrible things. And that's the reason why we're jaded. So please, if you hear me, do not make up false news reports. Do not make up false allegations towards anybody because you're just making it harder for people behind you that literally have these type of problems and issues to come forth and say something about it. So please don't be that person. Don't be a dick. Just don't make up a false situation. But I will be keeping my eyes on this Jesse Smollett thing. Okay, here's another uh, thing I want to talk to you guys about. And this is coming from Complex. 
Tyree's woman pleads guilty to spiking her employees' energy drinks with colon cleanser. A former Texas elections administrator from Smith County pleaded guilty to serving her employees' colon cleanser disguised as energy drink, KLTV reports. Denise Hernandez, 54, of Athens, pleaded guilty to two counts of assault causing bodily injury in the Smith County Court of Law and received 18 months of deferred adjudication, which means her conviction will be kept off her criminal record. The guilty plea comes after Hernandez was arrested last June for spiking two workers' emergency, well, energy drinks with colon cleanser without their knowledge or any regard for staff's pre-existing medical conditions. According to the arrest document reviewed by local outlet CBS 19, the employees have been working at the Smith County Courthouse in the Elections Department when they reportedly had a conversation with Hernandez, who left briefly before returning with a cup filled with a pink substance. Hernandez told employees the liquid was spark energy drink, only to reveal after consumption that it was, in fact, colon cleanser. According to the arrest affidavit, Hernandez began singing, you just drank colon cleanser and making fun of the employees, one of whom was in serious pain. The employees wrote they initially hesitated to speak up because they were afraid of Hernandez describing her as a bully. Hernandez handed in her resignation shortly after the incident on May 3rd, only to try and rescind it the following day. In a second later letter sent to Smith County Judge Nathaniel Moran, Hernandez says she initially sought to quit her job due to a childish incident, but had realized she loved her job too much to quit. Wow, okay, dog, dog, dog. What are we doing? Dude, I don't understand this. What type of garbage is this? People, see, see, be careful who you take your stuff from. Be careful, be careful. People, even at jobs, be careful who you take your stuff from. I talked about, what, I think a month ago about a teacher bringing in some pastries that were having, like, her boyfriend's, like, specimens inside it, and they're feeding it to the freaking class. This is another one that ranks up there. She gave... Two of her employees energy drinks, but disguise them. Well, Colin Clinton disguise them as energy drinks. Dog, what are we doing? What are we doing? We are. <laughs> Yo, the rapture is coming. The rapture is coming. Oh my God. <laughs> what are we doing here? I have to laugh at this because the pure stupidity of humans. This isn't childish. This isn't funny. What are, what are we doing? You gave somebody a colon cleanser and you thought, oh, da, 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 da. no, dog. No, no, that wasn't a joke. That stuff can mess somebody up if you don't know somebody's pre-existing conditions. That can mess somebody up, truly. And you did not give two flying Fs about it. God, I don't, I don't understand how we as human beings continue to do stupid, stupid things. And think that it's funny or is it supposed to be a practical joke? No, dog, it's a joke for you, but it's going to cause damage to me. What are we doing? A joke is, hey, yo, sit on a whoopee cushion and make the noise. Okay, yo, you sat on a whoopee cushion. You didn't get sprayed out with water. You didn't get hit with a piece of pie. All right, dog, you just sat on a whoopee cushion and made fart noises. Dog, what are we doing? Like, that's a joke. 
No, this was not a joke. This was not none of that. This was trying to cause somebody some harm and some damage. Denise Hernandez, dog, y'all, you got to do better, bud. You got to do better, man. And they just said this is going to keep it off of her criminal record. No, this should be on it. This should be on it. Like, Jesse is going to have a criminal record for real? She needs to have one. What are we doing here? I don't understand it. And to the people that have bosses that pull crap like this and you say you're hesitant to speak up because you're afraid of them, you got to speak up, dog. You got to. Because this, this shouldn't have happened. And I wonder how many other people have she done stuff like done this to other people or done a remix of this to other people that worked for her. Cause this doesn't seem like a one-time thing. If this is a one-time thing, boy, this went to the, uh, this went to the extreme. You put colon cleanser in a cup and you said it was an energy drink. And you had two of your dog. Nope. Can't do it. Won't do it. People in jobs do not take things from your fellow worker, your fellow employee, don't do it. Because if you have a feeling that something's probably in it, something might be in it. This is only going to make people become more wary of other people. I start to see exactly what's going on in this world. We're starting to become more and more removed from compassion and just being decent human beings. That's exactly what's going down. We're being removed from that, and we're going to start becoming a whole lot of animals. I see it now, and people's going to hate it, but boy, oh boy, idiots like this is the reason why. Idiots like this is really the reason why. Idiots like Jesse Smollett making false claims are reasons why. The teacher that I talked about a month ago with the pastries, that's another reason why people are becoming distant from other human beings and really questioning people. I mean, dog, we're really moving away from actually having compassion, actually trusting in our fellow people. I can see why, because of things like this. Uh, I want to talk about two more things before I get you guys out of here. Uh, this one is coming from Next Shark. The title reads, Pregnant woman gives husband $650,000 Lamborghini so he will care for her and the baby day and night. A pregnant Malaysian woman shared a video online in which she surprised her husband with a $650,000 Lamborghini in anticipation of his dedicated caretaking of her and their baby. The video was uploaded to TikTok on March 12th, showing viewers how she surprised her husband by taking him into a car dealership blindfolded. In the video, her husband, who's 20 years old, cries from happiness after seeing the turquoise Lamborghini wrapped in a giant red bow. Uh, the female who is a cosmetic entrepreneur uh, from Malaysia where she plans to stay at her family's home while recovering postpartum. She is due at the end of March and plans to have a C-section birth after which she expects to be confined for over three months. So I think that means she's going to stay home for three months. She has to like chill out. Uh, she says, I'm expecting my husband to not only be with me all the time, but he has to care for the baby day and night because there's a huge possibility I will be having a C-section birth. She added, moms out there will know how painful a C-section is, so I want more attention for my from my husband. All right, so basically she bribed her husband to basically, hey, yo, be with me, be with the baby, and all that type of stuff. Hey, I'm not hating on that. Like, I'm not hating on it. I'm not. I just find it really weird that she had to bribe him. But again, I'm not checking. I'm not 
trying to uh, pocket watch anybody. That's none of my business. She can do whatever she wants. That's her dude. That's her baby father. That's her husband. Hey, man, do what you do. Do what you want. I hope you guys are good. I hope you guys have a great and bliss uh, time together. I hope you guys have a great family because she's going to be giving birth at the end of March. So congratulations, one, first and foremost. And two, please do right by her. If she gifts you a $650,000 Lamborghini, dog, you got to do right. And you accepted it, too, and you hugged her and everything, because I'm going to get the photos right now. Dog, you got to be willing. Just know that that baby's going to cry day and night. And what you could do is drive in that Lamborghini with the baby in the car seat and probably could make the baby go to sleep. But please be careful, too, because I've heard that Lamborghinis go extremely fast. So don't be trying to, like, go crazy dumb with it. Just drive nice with it to a nice uh 40 to 50 that the baby will start getting the drift starting getting to sleep and then you can drive back home and then put the baby back in the crib whenever it's time for it but again it's a nice uh gesture that the wife did for her husband i'm not mad at it i can't be because men we be i see online i see on television we see it in movies it's a constant thing men giving women mad gifts and just for me to see a woman give a dude a bribery gift like this, hey, I'm not mad at it. As a matter of fact, I approve it. I hope more women do that to a lot of men because guess what? Then you could probably see who's actually down for you, who's not. Let's, I'm just going to call a spade a spade because if he ends up not being around you after that, that just proves to you that he just cared for what you could do for him or he cared for that gift. Either way, you can tell. Not even money will basically keep them. That's basically what I'm getting at here. Not even money and gifts will keep that person here. They don't want to be here. So there you go. That's basically what I'm trying to get at here. And the final thing is Tom Brady. He's back uh, in the NFL. He retired, what, three weeks ago? I believe three weeks ago. Either way, he retired. Now he's coming back to the uh, Buccaneers this season. Hey, man, congratulations to Tom Brady. I just wonder what made him want to jump out of uh, his house to go back on the field. Was he tired of looking at TV? Was he tired of just being home and having to now wonder what's he going to do? I mean, he's Tom Brady. He could be on television. I mean, if my man, uh, what's his name? He was a Dallas Cowboy quarterback. Uh, God, somebody's probably yelling at the freaking thing right now. I can't remember his name right now. Um, but if he's on Fox, no, 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 Tony Romo, there it is, Tony Romo. If Tony Romo is, I believe he's either on Fox or CBS, one of the two. If he's on there and he's able to give you guys exactly what's going to happen, pinpoint to pinpoint, they say he's a great sports analyst, football analyst, by the way, so let me break that down and say that right now. I'm not trying to add any hate or spice to Tony Romo. They say he is great. He can pinpoint exactly what's going to go down as a commentator and as an analyst, so good job to Tony for that. But if he could do that, and Tony Romo has no rings, you mean to tell me Tom Brady, who NFL players consider the legitimate GOAT quarterback of all times, you mean to tell me he can't be a sportscaster, he can't be a sports analyst, and he can't, he doesn't have a job waiting for him? I consider that a lie. I think he just wanted to go out there and play football again. He wasn't ready. He wasn't, uh, he didn't feel that it was time for him to pack it up. And who am I to say that? He's wrong for that. Who am I to say that, yo, you should be going home. You should be staying home. Nah, dog. He ain't feeling it. He's ready to go back. Do what you got to do. Tom Brady will know when it's time for him to quit. 
And I just want to say congratulations to Tom Brady for doing what he's doing, going back to playing football. I just hope that you don't get hindered. But I ain't going to front, though. If I was a NFL player and I were to get a call saying that Tom Brady's back on the field, you got to wonder, okay, if you're on the line, do I want to tackle Tom Brady? Are you going to make it like the extra effort to try to tackle Tom Brady to the point that you want to put him out and make him be retired? and be the football player that be listed as he's the guy that literally retired Tom Brady. Because no matter what, you will have that as your nickname on your resume forever. You will be the player that literally retired Tom Brady. Uh, That's just something for me to throw out there to any NFL football players that are listening to this. And if you are, congratulations. Secondly, I wonder how you got here. I really do. But again, congratulations for listening to this, but, um, yeah, just wonder to yourself, do you want to take out Tom Brady and be the one to put him, uh, on the retirement list? Probably not because NFL is a brotherhood, quote unquote. And, uh, obviously there's going to be certain people that are haters in it. But again, I think a lot of the football players are cool with each other after the game. It's just during the game, you're in the heat of the battle and you're just ready to just do what you got to do and win the game that you don't care about it. So, I just, that's just something to ponder, at least for me, because I know if I was an NFL player, I would be trying to. I'm not going to try to lie to y'all. Tom Brady would be on my list for me trying to want to retire and be listed as the guy that retired Tom Brady. I'm not going to lie to you at all. I would try to, that would be on my major uh, thing to do. But I'm not in the NFL. I'm just a guy that watches the NFL for the hits. That's all I am uh, looking at it for. But anyway. This has been the episode. Let me give you my guys my social media links so I can get you guys out of here. On Twitter, you can find me at, at my2podcast. Instagram, my2centspodcast, G2. My email, my email is my2centspod at yahoo.com. Again, you can talk to me there. You can email me for anything, whether you're sad, you're happy, depressed. Um, I don't want nobody to transition out of this earth because they think they have nobody to talk to. I'm always here. I check my email religiously meaning every single day so don't think it's not being uh checked on and again nobody took me up on this offer and it's still gonna be out there my email is out there every single time whenever you are willing and whenever you're ready to talk i am always here for you now uh, i want to thank apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, podbeam audible amazon music i believe those are the yeah i believe that i said all those five um those are the ones that are the major like platforms that allow me to say what I want to say, and uh, they they look after me. What I mean by that is this: they don't email me say, "Hey, yo, you gotta clip that, or we're gonna remove an episode." I've seen all my episodes still be on the uh, listed; they're still there. So if anybody wants to go back and listen to episode one for whatever I had a spare the moment uh, idea just to start a podcast to me now from episode one all the way to episode sixty six which includes some wrestling highlights of the uh, week in the early, early episodes. That's cool. But again, these podcast uh, stations allow me to say what I want to say, do what I want to do. They allow me just to be me. Nobody has uh, complained about me to any of these things because I believe I already got an email for it. But again, I want to just say I'm glad to be on their uh, network and their stations and they allow me to do and say what I want without no repercussions. Now, with all that being said, always remember. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you.
I do love you all. I do love you. Please have a great Sunday. Please have a great week. Please let this Sunday start off this great week for you guys. Please be safe. There are dangerous people out here on the road. There are dickheads. Please beware of them. And please do not be a dickhead to anybody this week. You don't know what anybody's going through. So please do not be a dick. Please be courteous to every single person. Say a prayer for people. That's all you got to do. Just say a prayer. And trust me. Go about your day. It'll be fine. Now, with all that being said, this isn't goodbye. This is until you hear from the sweet sounding voice again. Uh, this has been My Two Sins Podcast presented by G2. He is I and I am him. I love you all. I want you guys to have a great Sunday and a great rusty week. And please come back next Sunday or next Saturday if you haven't listened to the wrestling highlights of the week. But with that all being said, Kanye, can you please take these people home? I'm tired. You tired. Uh-huh. Jesus wept. Uh-huh.